We're learning the Aflam and Chesim and Aleph, seven lines from the top. Omar Shmuel, Shmuel said, Shor shall patam an ox of a patam. A patam is somebody who raises animals and he fattens them up to sell them to be shechted and eaten. So we say that it's subject to the tchum of anybody, meaning wherever the purchase, purchaser comes from, whether he's from a nearby place or a faraway place, it's subject to his tchum. Whereas a shor shal roa, a shor, an ox of a roa, a roa literally means a shepherd, it means somebody who raises animals, either for his personal uses or for other things, and on occasion he will sell them. So it is subject to the tchum of the people of that city only, people nearby, not people far away. What's the difference? Rashi says a patam, he he sells. Everyone knows he sells. People come from near and from far to buy. And therefore we say that the patam had in mind that whoever comes to purchase it, whether he's from near or from far, it should be in his tchum. Whereas when he sells it to some, whereas a roa, who doesn't have in mind to sell it, only on occasion he sells it to the locals, no one even knows about him from far away. So we couldn't say he has in mind to sell to people from far away. They don't even know about him. The locals on occasion would buy from him, so we could say he had them in mind. So when they purchase it, it'll be subject to their tchum. A person borrows a cleave from his friend before Yamtiv. So the Mishnah says it's subject to his tchum. Since he had it before Yamtiv, it's subject to his tchum. So the Gemara asks, if he had it before Yamtiv, it's Pasha that it's subject to his own tchum. The owner didn't have it. How could it be subject to the tchum of the owner? Lo, Tzrichas, the Gemara says, no. The Mishnah is needing to tell us a Chiddush in a case, Shalom Master Lo, El Yamtav, where he didn't give it to him before Yamtav. He only gave it to him on Yamtav. Meaning to say, when the Mishnah says, Hashoel Kli, he borrows the Kli on Erev Yamtav, it doesn't mean he borrowed it and actually took it. He spoke about borrowing it. He spoke to the lender and he agreed that he would borrow, he got permission to borrow it. But he actually only received it on Yamtav. So in the case where he only received it on Yamtav, but they spoke about it before. Ma'odatayim, I might have thought, the owner didn't make it, didn't put it into the rishus of the of the borrower before Yamtiv. Kamash that no, Kamash that the Mishnah is coming to teach us that since the owner knew that the borrower was going to borrow it tomorrow, and he knew that before Yamtiv, he, in his mind, puts it in his rishus, and that's enough to make it subject to the tchum of the borrower. And the Mishnah, and the Gemara says, and this is a CEO, this is a support for Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says such a thing, if a person borrows a kli, meaning he speaks about borrowing a kli, he convinces somebody to loan him the kli, and he convinces him of this, even though the owner actually only gave it to him, nonetheless, it is subject to the tchum of the shawal of the borrower, since the owner knew before Yamtiv that the borrower was going to be borrowing it, we say that he, in his mind, put it in his rishos, and therefore it's subject to his tchum. Be Yamtiv, the Mishnah says, if he only borrows it on Yamtiv, so then, then it's like the tchum, subject to the tchum of the lender, not the borrower, the owner, because it was in the rishos of the owner when Yamtiv came in. Ay, Pshita is in this Pashat, since it's in the rishos of the owner, when Yamtiv comes in, of course it's subject to his own tchum. Lo. There's a Chiddush here, and it's necessary to teach us the Chiddush. In the case, the Ragil Vishalminei. The Ragil means he's regular, meaning the person that borrowed it from him on Yamtiv is a person that regularly borrows from him. He borrowed from him last week, he borrowed from him two weeks ago. This week, he didn't come on Erev Yamtiv and say he wants to borrow. He has done it in the past. Maudetim, I might have thought, since in the past this person has borrowed, 
So nonetheless, even though he didn't come this week, the owner puts it in his rishos. The owner knows he might come around and borrow, and he has in mind that it should be in his rishos, and it's subject to his kamashalons. And the Mishnah says, no, that since he didn't come to speak to him, the owner says to himself, listen, he didn't come. Why didn't he come to tell me before Yom is going to borrow it tomorrow? I know he came last week and the week before, but he didn't come this week. He didn't come. Maybe he found another person, and he's going to borrow from him. And therefore, we don't assume that he had in mind for it to be in the Roshos of the Shoel. And after the Mishnah still has. Then the Mishnah said, And so to a woman who borrows from her friend, she borrows salt, spices, and puts the spices in the tashel, in the dish that she's cooking, or she borrows water and salt and puts it in the dough that she's kneading and baking. So we say that the, that tashel and that bread is subject to the tchum of both women. So the Gemara relates that when Rabbi Abba went up to learn Torah in Eretz Yisrael, Amar, he said, It should be the Ratzon of Hashem, the Eima Milsa de Tiskabo, that I should say something that should be accepted, that should be received well. In other words, Rabbi Abba was going to learn Torah in Eretz Yisrael, and he was davening that he should have Siyata de Shemaya to say something in Torah, a Chiddush, a question, something that should be received well. Well, the Gemara tells the story that Seems it didn't really turn out that way. Kisalik, when he went up there, Ashkeche, he found Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Chanina Bar Papi, Rabbi Zeira, these three Chachamim. They were, Vamulus, others say it was Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, these three Chachamim, the Viasvi, and they were sitting and learning. And what were they saying? Vakamri, and they were saying the following question on the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that when one woman gives to another woman her spices, or her water and her salt, and she puts it in her food or in her dough, her bread, that the bread and the food is subject to the tchum of both women. And they asked, am I? Why? Why is it subject to the tchum of both women? Why don't we say that the ma'ayim they went into the dough or a bottle? The main ingredient is the flour, right? The dough is primarily the woman's who owns the flour. And why didn't they say that the water and the salt, the small amount of water and salt here is the bottle? There's a lot of bittel. And when you have bittel, we say that we only really focus on the majority, and we ignore the minority. The minority is bottle. So why don't they say that the portion of the woman of the salt and the water is bottle, and therefore it should be subject to the tchum of the owner of the dough, not the owner of the mayim and the mayim.